I'm Fabiana Chaparro with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Texas House and Senate leaders on Wednesday released their respective chambers' new preliminary state budget bills for the 2024-2025 biennium. Each chamber proposed to spend an unprecedented $130.1 billion in general revenue, at a time when the state is flooded in more cash than state constitution will allow lawmakers to spend. The proposals are similar in totals, but different in some of the details. They appear to leave on the table more than $50 billion in available funds at a time when the state has a total of $188.2 billion in funds available for spending over the next cycle, including a historic $32.7 billion cash balance. Both propose to spend nearly $289 billion in state and federal funds. Budget leaders said neither bill breaks the state's statutory or constitutional spending limit. They also don't seem to dip into the state's rainy day fund. The House and Senate bills both include $15 billion for property tax relief, $1.8 billion for state employee pay raises, and $4.6 billion for the governor's border security program, Operation Lone Star. The proposals, each of them 1,033 pages long, were filed early Wednesday by State Senate Finance Committee Chair Joan Huffman and House Appropriations Chair Greg Bonin. On January 9, Senator John Corning and a group of both Republican and Democrat senators visited the Texas border, making it the first bipartisan group of senators to visit in years. Over the past two years, a revolving cast of Republicans has frequented the Texas-Mexico border, often led by Governor Greg Abbott and at least once by former President Donald Trump. After the success of his historic congressional session last year, where he helped pass the first gun safety bill signed into law in a generation, Corning is hopeful that his ability to strike deals across the aisle will help Congress achieve another elusive legislative goal, an immigration deal. It has been 37 years since Congress passed meaningful immigration legislation, despite it becoming an important topic in political discussion. Corning is looking to work with a cast of both Democrat and Republican senators, many of whom were vital to the passage of the gun bill in order to find the middle ground in immigration policy. One potential idea for the senators could be uncoupling a Dreamers bill with increased resources for border security, giving incentives to both Republicans and Democrats. This was discussed by Democrat turned in Independent Senator Kirsten Cinema and Democrat Senator Tom Tillis, both from Arizona, in December, and included greater investment in Border Patrol personnel, routing asylum seekers to declare themselves at ports of entry, extending the pandemic era Title 42 health provision that allowed immediate expulsion of asylum seekers, and providing a pathway to citizenship for childhood arrivals. On New Year's Day, 66-year-old Millie Thompson Williams was inaugurated as second chief of the Alabama Cushata tribe of Texas, becoming the first woman elected to the post in the tribe's over 200-year history. Along with the principal chief, the second chief acts as an ambassador of the tribe and provides cultural advice to the tribal council and key tribal committees. Her leadership coincides with the first time that the tribal council is made up predominantly of women, not men. Before facing encroachment from European settlers during the 18th century, both the Alabama and the Cushata tribes operated as matrilineal and matriarchal societies, similar to other indigenous tribes. Women were highly regarded as key decision makers, and children inherited their clan membership through their mothers, a tradition that has continued. Still, the influx of Christianity and white European influences brought about a shift toward a more male-dominated system of government. It wasn't until 1980 that the tribe had its first 
first female council member. Now, as Williams makes history and power shifts back toward women, she hopes to steer the tribe in a direction that balances economic prosperity with cultural traditions. As the oldest reservation in Texas and one of three federally recognized tribes in the state, the Alabama Cushata tribe have long fought for sovereignty and respect from state and federal leaders. For years, politicians have, at best, ignored the tribe and, at worst, have gone against their best interests. Finally, the tribe is in a place of economic growth. Last year, the tribe secured the legal right to operate an electronic gaming facility on the reservation. The operation, Nasquila Gaming, has proven a boon to economic development, creating hundreds of jobs and generating millions of dollars in revenue. Check for updates to any of these stories at texastribune.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Texas Tribune. And follow the brief podcast for daily news updates wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Fabiana Chaparro with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief is brought to you by the University of Texas at San Antonio. The University of Texas at San Antonio is pursuing innovative research while graduating the leaders of tomorrow. More at bold.utsa.edu. We're sitting down with Austin Mayor Kirk Watson on January 24th to talk through his vision for the city, his time in the legislature, and more. To join us, rsvp at texastribune.org events.